Coming up, the Orioles are among several teams that win it in the ninth on Monday. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. Local experts join us with the biggest stories from yesterday across Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Colton Kowser hit a double that gave the Orioles a ninth inning win against the Phillies yesterday. Our Locked On hosts with both teams have a full recap. This Orioles team, I mean, they just continue to find a way to win. No Adley Rutschman getting the day off. Felix Bautista, your all-star closer, not available. Yenye Cano, your all-star setup man, not available. Bullpen already kind of in shambles. Having to hold a one-run lead. And what do they do? They still win the game. Colton Kowser was hitting 100. Gets his first big hit as an Oriole, the RBI double, to give him the lead in the top of the ninth. And then who would have thought C.N.L. Perez? Listen, it wasn't pretty, but he locked down the save in the ninth. Just his second career save. Dean Kramer was awesome with seven strong innings. Shout out to Jordan Westberg, who got his first career homer early in this game. Ryan Mountcastle with a long ball. It's just different ways to win games. And the O's now 19-9 in one-run games. That's the best mark in baseball. They're doing it different ways every night, but they're winning ball games. They're still in first, and it's fun to watch this Orioles magic. I'll recap it all coming up on Tuesday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. The Guardians left the tying runs on base in the ninth and lost to the Royals yesterday afternoon. Our Locked On Guardians host has more after the loss. Cleveland Guardians have reached the 100-game mark in the 2023 regular season, and 51 times... Those games have ended in a frustrating loss. The latest, a 5-3 loss to the Kansas City Royals to open their three-game set on Monday. I'm Justin Latikos of Lockdown Guardians. Guardians unable to capitalize on a couple of opportunities as lefty Ryan Yarbrough stymied them. Again, that's the second time they faced him in a couple of weeks, and both times he has shut the Guardians' offense down. They did have 10 hits against the Royals to the Royals' 7, but they were unable to capitalize on many opportunities. The Royals, however, hit two balls over the wall, and that was the difference. I mean, the Guardians are unable to do. So another frustrating loss for Cleveland. Cleveland did place, um, they moved Shane Bieber to the 60-day IL from the 10-day IL. This is mostly a procedural move. He was not expected to come back till September anyway. But they will not have McKenzie or Bieber until September at the earliest, if anything, as this team searches for a direction to go ahead of the deadline. Stick with Lockdown Guardians for more. Maybe. It was a roller coaster of emotions for everybody involved between the Mariners and Twins yesterday. Seattle took the lead with a homer in the ninth, but then Minnesota tied the game in the bottom half and won it in the tenth. Our lockdown hosts have more after a thrilling finish. Hi right, guys, no bits here, nothing like that. This is just me standing here as one guy with an apology to the Minnesota Twins for saying they were a bunch of stiffs. Back-to-back walk-off wins. Now a four-game lead in the division, a division that you are going to win. I apologize. I missed the mark. Now, in my defense, the Twins did not play very well in the first half, but they've shut me up in the second half. And again, now we're going to win the division. Twins back-to-back walk-offs. First in a game they had no business winning. Second in a game that... For all intents and purposes, they were dead on arrival after the Griffin Jacks home run allowed to Colton Wong, of all people. So again, I'm sorry. I hope you can accept my apology. We'll talk soon. The Astros got a walk-off win after a high-scoring game against the Rangers Monday night, and Houston now sits two games back of Texas in the West. Our lock on local experts check in post-game. 
I don't know if you know this, but Aroldis Chapman loves pitching Minute Maid Park. Chas McCormick earlier in the game almost hit a grand slam in the first inning, but he was waiting for Aroldis Chapman to come up to pitch, and what does he do? He absolutely crushes him, doing his best Jose Altuve impression, hits a three-run bomb, six RBIs in this game for Chas McCormick, the Chaz Chomp keeps chomping away, and Yiner Diaz, the sensational rookie catcher that was playing DH, was 0 for 3 until his last at bat in the ninth inning. He walks it off with a slap single to right field, and Kyle Tucker puts on the speed and scores from second. The Astros win 10 to 9, a phenomenal win where the Astros had the lead, they lost it, and they got it back, just like the last time they met. The Astros are one game closer to the AOS division title. Stay tuned to Locked on Astros with your team every day. Go Stros. Coming up, the Brewers tighten their grip in the NL Central. This is Locked On Game to Game MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to concerts, shows, or games last minute should not be difficult and it should not be expensive. That's where Game Time comes in. They have the Game Time guarantee. That means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and the same row for less somewhere else, Game Time is going to credit you 110% of the difference. So download the Game Time app. You can create an account and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, you can create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Kristen Yelich hit a walk-off single in the bottom of the ninth as the Brewers beat the Reds in Milwaukee Monday. Locked On Reds goes over the last inning loss for their team. Hi, everybody. Chuck Freeman here on Locked On Brewers, heading down to the Brewer locker room, and the Brewers 3-2 winners over the Cincinnati Reds. And the Brewers get a Christian Yelich RBI base at the bottom of the ninth inning to win it. But the story here, the starting pitching and the bullpen bounces back. Colin Ray gives them a solid start. And then the guys in the bullpen lined up and got the job done, threw zeros up on the board until Yelich came through with the base hit. And the Brewers have won 9 of 11 against the Reds this year. Had to come back in this one, got down 2-1, and then Freilich hit a solo home run in the sixth inning to tie things up. Brewers win it then on the Yelich base hit, but how about that? Brewers just absolutely own the Cincinnati Reds. We're going to talk about this coming up on Locked and Brewers, uh, get into some other things as well, but man, yeah, you knew the bullpen was going to bounce back, and they did a terrific job, and the Reds are going to hate playing the Brewers uh, for two more games because the Brewers just own the Reds. We'll talk to you later on tonight, everybody, on Locked and Brewers. The Cincinnati Reds are a better team than the Milwaukee Brewers, but the record doesn't show it. Their minds leave their bodies or something. I don't know. They forget how to play baseball when they play the Brewers. It's, it's an absolute joke. Score should have been 3-2 to two going into the ninth inning, by the way. Home plate umpire Junior Valentine was a joke with his freaking strike zone that was all over the place. Had no consistency whatsoever. Reds couldn't hit. When Joel Pyamps and Devin Williams come into the ballgame for the Brewers, the Reds might as well just leave their bats on the bench and hope that they get walked. No hits whatsoever against those two guys all year long. In 39 at-bats against the two pitch. This is a good team. But when they play the Brewers, they don't look like it. And it's really frustrating. (laughs) Diamondbacks went into Monday as one of five teams within a game of each other for the wild card spots in the NL and Arizona had a chance to pick up a win over a struggling Cardinals team 
to help their chances. Our Locked On hosts tell you more after things went final in Arizona. The Cardinals storm back in the ninth inning to steal a win over the Diamondbacks. Hey, it's JD from Locked On Cardinals. And Monday night, Adam Wainwright was back on a major league mound for the first time since the 4th of July. And although he showed a little bit of rust, he gutted his way through five innings and was in line to get his 199th career victory. However, this is the Cardinals bullpen we're talking about. And once again, they blow the lead. Their league-leading 23rd blown save of the season. But lucky for them, the offense storms back with five runs in the ninth inning, highlighted by a Tyler O'Neill three-run double and steal the win from the Snakes by the score of 10-6. to In his return to Arizona, Goldie goes two for five with three RBIs, including a two-run jack to lead the way offensively. And on the mound, it was nice to see Adam Wainwright looking healthy again as he continues his journey towards 200 wins. For the latest updates and info, be sure to keep it locked on Cardinals. Breaking news. The D-backs bullpen blows a one-run game in the ninth inning, but is anyone surprised? No. Miller Thomas of Locked on Dimebacks here. The D-backs had to climb back in game one against the St. Louis Cardinals because Ryan Nelson gave up five earned runs, and the D-backs did not take advantage of old Adam Wainwright being on the mound, but thankfully Evan Longoria was able to deliver a huge bomb in the seventh inning to give the D-backs a 6-5 to five lead. All they needed was their bullpen to hold it down for two more innings. Scott McGuffs gets the 1-2-3 in the eighth, but Andrew Chafin and the rest of the bullpen can't hold it down in the ninth. A surprise to no one, the D-backs closing situation has been a struggle for them for years now, and that ugly problem reared its head once again d-backs now on a five game losing streak hopefully they can bounce back uh, against the cardinals in game two tomorrow they still hold on to one of the playoff spots but as it currently stands the d-backs are spiraling a little bit and i'm starting to get a little worried the padres need to decide if they're going to be buyers or sellers at the trade deadline this year every result until then is going to help San Diego make that decision. Our Locked On Local experts have more after Monday's matchup with the Pirates. Well, if only the Pittsburgh Pirates could play the San Diego Padres for 162 games as they defeat the San Diego Padres to kick off another three-game series against a team they've already swept this season. Quinn Priester gets his first big league win. Leo Verpiguero gets his first big league homer. Carlos Santana homers twice. He could be moved to the deadline. Who knows? But the Pittsburgh pick, uh, Pirates sorry, pick up win number 44 of the season and hand San Diego a grueling loss just ahead of the trade deadline. My name is Ethan Smith, your host of the Locked On Pirates podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and I will see you on the flip side. The Dodgers and Blue Jays started their only series of the regular season last night and lock on local experts tell you everything you need to know from the late one on the West Coast. Hello, friends. Craig Ballard, Locked on Blue Jays. Kudos to you if you were able to stay up and watch this game just ending now at about 1.37 a.m. Eastern time. A 6-3 Blue Jay victory. They take it in 11 innings. They improved to 7-5 and five in extra inning games so far this season. Again, the offense struggled, but a Chris Taylor error in the top of the 11th opened the floodgates, and the big hit was delivered by... Dalton Varshow, who we did predict today on the Lockdown Blue Jay podcast, would have a big game. Two-hit witch showed up twice as Whit Merrifield totaled four hits in this game. Matt Chapman went deep for the Blue Jays, and on the mound, Jimmy Garcia was really good in this game, and Jay Jackson 
shout out of the night goes to El Presidente, friend of the Locked On Blue Jay podcast, Jay Jackson, who again was awesome tonight. That's it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game MLB. As always, we thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure that you are subscribed to Locked On MLB and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.